Happy days, astro lover, and welcome to another episode of Straight Up Astrology, your weekly cosmic weather report. I'm your astrologer, Graham Breitenstein, a.k.a. the creator and founder of Drunk Astrology, where we do cosmic coaching with a twist. Ding! This is your weekly weather report for the week of April 26th through May 2nd, 2021. Now, I've got my fur baby sidekick rocket riding shotgun with me, but we are in day four of very intense pee pad potty training. So he's in his carrier, which is a place he loves, but he's not used to being in the carrier when I'm up and about and now recording this podcast. So you might hear some whines, you might hear some moans, you might hear some cries, but know that Baby Rocket is all good. He's just, he's having, he's he's going through some puppy trials at the moment. And if anyone out there has done successful pee pad training, please, please <laughs> share your wisdom with me. You can do it on Instagram at Drunk Astrology. Go to drunkastro.com and send me a message there through the contact form. Just if you have notes or suggestions, um, you know, he's getting vaccinated second round today in just about 30 minutes. But uh, he has another two weeks until his last booster shots. And then I can really start training him to go outside which is the ultimate plan, but because dad's lifestyle is here, there, and everywhere, I need him to be good on the pee pad, and I need him to be good (laughs) going to the door to say he's got to go outside. So I have another two weeks before I can really every single day take him out on a walk because I live in a high traffic area for dogs, and I can't run the risk of him. He gets in everyone's face because he's a puppy. Uh, But, you know, getting in the wrong dog's face or, you know, having to eat something he shouldn't eat. So anyway, just want to preface this episode with, you know, Rocket Bowie might make a little bit of, he might make a little bit of a scene here. So we're going to see how it goes. If he gets too bad, I'll just stop. But (laughs) he's right next to me. So the fur baby's good. He's just, he's, he's going through 10 days of intense training. And this is what we got to do to make it through. And where are you going through some intense training? Because intensity is kind of the the name of the game this week. As today, Monday the 26th, we have a Scorpio full moon. Later tonight at 8.32 p.m. Pacific. So we're all going to feel a little bit intense. And this full moon, as they always do, they illuminate And the Scorpio side illuminates the darker side, the shadow sides, the things that we don't necessarily like to look or talk about within ourselves, within our relationships, within the people that we're in relationship with. All of those things come up. Scorpio energy brings up the muck and brings up the shadow dark side and brings it to the surface and goes, hey, if we don't clean this out, We might not evolve like we should. Scorpio's ruling planet, Pluto, is also very much uh, a a game shaker this week because tomorrow, Pluto stations retrograde. And we've actually been feeling this buildup with Pluto since last week. When, When a planet like Pluto stations, 
we start feeling the buildup five days before and then into five days after. So we've got this heavy dose of scorpionic energy this, this week in particular with the full moon, also with Pluto stationing retrograde tomorrow. So as you can already tell, this is, this is a week. This is a week with, with some energy. But I would like to point out that even though a week like last week where we had all those quincunxes and readjustments and annoyances and stresses, changes, frictions, the sky is way more friendlier now that we've got Venus calling the shots because Sun, Mercury, Venus, Uranus, they're all in Taurus, all answering to Venus in her home sign. So that makes the skies way more friendlier. So since last week we did have a lot of those, we did have a lot of adjusting aspects. We had to make a lot of changes and shifts. But it, it seemed, at least as far as your astrologer's experience went, it was more on the, like, okay, I have to change this, uh, all right, but okay, but I'm, I'm, I can do this. I can do this because I love what I'm doing. Or I can make these changes because it's at least productive to what I want for myself. So we have another week like that. Now, next week, we start, we start shifting out of that paradigm because Mercury, Mercury and Taurus right now are, are riding, Mercury and Venus in Taurus are riding side by side together. They are just ahead of the sun. But next Monday, Mercury shifts into his home sign of Gemini, one of his two home signs, right? So then Mercury's going to be answering to himself, and he's going to be gearing up for a retrograde in a few weeks once he goes into Gemini. So with Sun and Venus in Taurus, that's still nice. Venus is going to be running the sky, but now we're going to start getting a lot, of, a lot more information. Now we're going to have a lot more emphasis on communication. So right now, the emphasis in the sky is beautification, harmony, relationship, balance. When we start getting into next week, Mercury shifts into Gemini. Now it's more about like, okay, let's make contracts. Let's make deals. Let's exchange ideas, exchange information. Let's launch certain things. All with that background of Venus. Right now, Venus is in the foreground. Starting next week, we're going to start getting her a little bit more in the background as we start moving into Gemini season. Or we're going to inch closer to Gemini season. Um, I'm not rushing you, Taurus. I promise. I love your season. Just celebrated my, my one of my besties' birthdays, which is actually today, but we did it a day early. Um, so no, I'm not trying to rush the Tauruses of the world. I promise. I love your season. It's it's all good over here. Um, but just giving you that that this week, it's intense. The energy's intense, and we have a lot of illumination and elimination but this is at least with a nice blanket of venus in the background okay so just keep that keep that in mind um with this full moon we're, we're going to talk about the full moon and then i'm then we're, we'll do the daily moons per usual but with this uh full moon in scorpio at 8 32 p.m tonight it's happening at seven degrees six minutes of scorpio this harkens back to the new moon in Scorpio of 2020. So if you go back to November 14th, just kind of that midsection of November of 2020, 
what did you start? What what came up for you? Now that was in that was right when Mars, the secondary ruling planet for Scorpio, Mars stationed direct somewhere somewhere in the midsection of of November last year. He was in Aries. So if you you know you can just go back into like just look at the political climate of November December of 2020 and go okay well that kind of energy was also happening back then and you know the Mars in in Aries retrograde from September through November of 2020 was like repressed you know burning the kettle hot to a boil but the top is on you know keeping it down and then the pressure cooker popped by the time we got to January 6th which is when Mars left Aries finally but hit that last degree and popped but I digress. <laughs> but just think about the things that you initiated back in November time, because now we're at harvesting time. Now it's like, okay, what did I, what did I work on? How did I evolve? How did I change? What worked? What didn't? Full moons are still a powerful time to manifest, but you have to be willing to look back over the last six months starting at November 14th, around the around mid-November, and go, okay, did I go as far as I should have? Did I go too far? These are the elements that worked, and then I'm going to evaluate the things that did not work, and I'm going, I'm going to change those. I'm going to remove those. I'm going to eliminate those. That's why it's the illumination of the full moon, and the Scorpio is the eliminate. So we're going to identify the ugly stuff. We're going to look at our ugly truths. We're going to look at the ugly truths of our relationship dynamics, of how, how we function. You know, at the end of the day, everything comes back to us. Everything is a reflection of us where we're at and how we respond is really just saying, well, this is where I'm at in, in my evolutionary cycle. This is where I'm at. And now I'm either going to work with that productively or I'm going to project this onto said relationship and put it on someone else. So you don't want to be in that position. So I encourage all of you as, as we move throughout this week to really evaluate where you're at and where you're feeling in your relationship dynamics that things aren't up to par, things aren't where you want them to be, things aren't what you expected, you know, expectations can be just projection, so be careful with expectations, but at least have this understanding of my goal with this relationship, my goal within this partnership, this union, this marriage, my goal is this. And I feel like we've gotten off the beaten path. And my part in that is fill in the blank. So that you never go like, well, this, I'm not getting what I want. I'm not getting my sexual needs met. I'm not getting my financial needs met. Whatever the story is for you, you can acknowledge, you can illuminate the problem. I encourage you to do that. But you also have to acknowledge your part in whatever the illumination is. Okay, because it's always a two-way street and it's always a reflection of back where we are at the moment. And just remember, people can change, you can change, 
So if you're running into a situation where I've been reading up and listening to a lot of um, lectures about narcissistic behavior and narcissism and the different types of narcissists out there. There's the malignant narcissist. There's the covert narcissist. Um, Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome to the Waking Up to Grace podcast, where we celebrate and explore the finished work of our Lord, Jesus Christ. The Waking Up to Grace podcast can be found on every major platform. And now, here's Lenny. types that I'm remembering off the top of my head. But with Scorpio full moon, you know, if you yourself are in a dynamic with with narcissistic behaviors within your family, within your work, within your relationships, there's there there's strategies and techniques to work within them. But those are the types of shadow behaviors that that can come up. And along this coupled alongside that Pluto station, like we're, we're just, there's a lot of call here. So I just want to, just want to encourage you all to do the work. And a lot of this is psychological. Scorpio energy has a lot to do with our, our, the psychology within our, ourselves and within our relationships and looking at the dance we do with ourselves and with others and where we're either extremely happy or not happy willing to change not willing to change um you can you can call upon the taurus energy if you get a little shaken up by all of this you can call upon all that taurus energy in the sky to get grounded you know to to go deep but to 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 ground yourself while whilst doing the work okay like this has a lot of possibility and potency for healing that's what Scorpio work is all about. Is it's illuminating the the dirty, dark, nasty, ish, and then healing it. And by illuminating, acknowledging, and eliminating, there's a healing process that comes along with it. So I encourage you all to do that um, with those two things in particular: uh, the full moon in Scorpio and Pluto stationing retrograde. And we don't freak out when Pluto or any outer planet goes retrograde because they go retrograde about five months every year. So we don't freak out when we hear retrograde with the outer planets, okay? So if you did have a little bit of a, <gasps> don't fret. It's, it's all good in the hood. Now let's run through the, the daily moons. So if you follow the moon cycle, which I encourage you to do because it really dictates the day-to-day flow and the day-to-day vibe, um, now's the time to grab your pencil because, or does anyone write with pencils anymore? I, I have like a bunch of pencils, but I never use them. I don't know. I drew on the wall when I got really inspired one time with a pencil, but eh, I don't know. If you do, let me know. <laughs> I just use pens. Um, but all right, Monday the 26th today, the moon is in Libra. It went void at 5.40 a.m. All the times I give you are Pacific Standard Time, so adjust for your time zones. Void at 5.40 a.m. with a trine to Jupiter. So that was a lovely, lovely closing aspect for the Libra moon. And the moon went into Scorpio at 9.18 this morning uh, with the full moon tonight at 8.32 p.m. The moon's in Scorpio all day Monday, all day Tuesday and Wednesday. 
going void at 5.31 a.m. with a square to Jupiter. So now there's an overdoing energy to today, tomorrow, and early, early Wednesday morning. So the square to Jupiter is it's a lot of things that we should like. Jupiter brings the lots of, the square brings like, okay. And the Jupiter brings the, the optimism and the positivity and the things that we love energy. The square is just like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. And you definitely want to watch out for Tuesday. Tuesday has a lot of aspects with the moon and in addition to that Pluto station. There are one, two, three, four, five, six aspects with the moon, five of which are those harsher aspects, adjusting aspects, stress aspects. So just keep that in mind as you as you uh, as you move about the rest of Monday and then thinking about what you have to do Tuesday the 27th. Just you know whether you offload or maybe the offloading is what you know might bring the, the need for adjustment and changing. Um, I know myself, I'm like, oh, I've got some important things to do in relation to drunk astrology tomorrow. And it's just like, okay, all right, flexibility, okay? Scorpio is a fixed sign. Pluto is the planet that rules that fixed sign. Both are very prominent this week. And the Scorpio moon on Tuesday making all of those adjusting aspects. Just be flexible. So now we're at Wednesday the 28th. Moon went void at 5.31 a.m. Square to Jupiter. The moon goes into Sagittarius at 8.42 a.m. And it is in Sagittarius for the rest of Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday going void at 6.27 a.m. with a sextile to Jupiter. So again, there's this overdoing energy to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with the Sag moon. But with that closing aspect of a sextile to Jupiter, now we're in... Now we're in the juicy, flowy, harmonic, okay, this is working well together. So the work that we that we end up having to do all day Tuesday pays off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then the moon goes into Capricorn Friday the 30th at 9.16 a.m. and is in Capricorn the rest of Friday, Saturday, and on Sunday, the moon goes void at 7.38 a.m. with a trine to Mercury. So then the work that we get done all this week, come, come the weekend, we're probably still going to be you know working hard because it's a Capricorn moon. Capricorn moon loves to work. But now, now we're doing, now it's like, okay, now we're, we're, we're flowy with it. We're communicating. We're sharing our ideas. We're sharing the work that we did. And maybe like getting some feedback, like, hey, like, what do you think about this? How this looks? How, you know, maybe making some, maybe making some, you know, beautification changes because Mercury is still in Taurus. But you know, how how do we wanna, how do we wanna, you know, make this even more beautiful, more appealing to the audience? It's it's a really nice grounded Earth energy with the Moon, uh, with the Capricorn Moon. And then at 12.31 p.m. on Sunday, May 2nd, yes, folks, Saturday is May 1st. So we're now four months in to 2021. I don't know where the time is going. I really doubt. I don't know what's happening, but we're there. But the moon goes into Aquarius at 12.31 p.m. on the 2nd. And it's in Aquarius Monday the 3rd and Tuesday the 4th going void at 5.05 p.m. with a conjunction to Jupiter. So as you can tell, as you can see, there's a lot of Jupiter 
and and this this goes into you know Sunday and then early next week. But conjunctions are always you know really really good, really really bad. But a conjunction to Jupiter should just be a lot of abundant ideas exchanged, uh, collaborations, connections with that Jupiter and Aquarius. So those are the moons, all really really good closing aspects, except for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with that square to Jupiter, but. It's a square to Jupiter, so it should be things that we a lot of things that we at least really like. Now, for the rest of the planetary aspects of the week, we already covered the full moon Monday, Pluto station Tuesday. That jumps us to Thursday the 29th. Mercury has a sextile to Neptune at 7.27 p.m. Lovely day for partnership, a lovely day for dreaming, floating, creating, thinking about your vision, your dreams, and saying, all right, how can I ground my fantasy life, ground my, my fantasies as far as my career goes, my relationships go? What's that, you know, let's talk about, let's talk about how we want to proceed and move forward. Now, Friday has a Sun-Uranus conjunction at 12.54 p.m. Like I said at the top of this show, Mercury and Venus are just ahead of the Sun. So last week, Thursday, Venus had her conjunction to Uranus, and then Friday, Mercury had his conjunction to, to Uranus. So now the sun's doing it. So we got conscious of some really good ideas, some things that we that we want to do, that how we want to move forward, um, how we want to change. It, that was day one of Rocket's um, new potty training started under that Mercury-Uranus conjunction. So that was, that was my good brilliant idea. <laughs> it's like, okay, what we've been doing is not working, so now we have to do something else and see if this will work. So now we're trying something else. Um, but now Friday is going to come around with the Sun-Uranus conjunction and go, okay, now we're ready to take off. We're ready to blast off. So watch out for you know some unexpected surprises. This is, this is an, an annual aspect, so this happens every single year. But... You know, the sun coming is just like, all right, now I'm going to move forward as far as love and relationship and partnership and harmony go like this. And I'm going to be willing to try something new. And perhaps you try something new on Friday. And then last but not least, Sunday, May 2nd, Mercury has a trine to Pluto. Great day for having conversations with the powers that be. And Venus has a sextile to Neptune. So just like on Thursday, Mercury had his sextile to Neptune, Sunday comes around and Venus has her sextile to Neptune. So Sunday is a beautiful, dreamy, this weekend in general is just a very nice, grounded, earthy, you know, just practical, logical, you know, traditional even with with the Capricorn energy. It's a very, you know, a weekend based in tradition, but you know, what are your traditions, right, within your relationship dynamics, within your power dynamics, right, where you are, where you're having to answer to someone or you have like a, a powerful figure and that you're in relationship and partnership with. That's a great day, especially with the Capricorn moon being like, okay, you're going to work this weekend. With the Capricorn energy ruling the sky, Saturn, very Saturn vibe this weekend, you know, we have to be disciplined and responsible and, and accountable, but it with it's just all beautiful. It's surrounded by all such beautiful energy that goes with it. So, you know, have those, if, if you're working on something where it's just like, all right, I, I, then I need to like reconnect with them to, you know, to go over options and ideas, how I want to move, do that this weekend.
And that, folks, that's that's the weekly weather. I hope that I've got to get this pup to his round of shots. So I hope that you all have a awesome, awesome week. There are, you know, it's an intense, it's an intense week with the full moon and Pluto. But everything else, the, the skies are so much friendlier than they've been. So although there's intensity, there is a boatload of beauty all around the intensity. So do the work, manifest how you how you do, and I think you're gonna have you're, you're gonna have a great productive week, especially with all good closing aspects from the moon. So that's it for your astrologer. Thank you for tuning in to Straight Up Astrology for the week of April 26th to May 2nd. I will see you Wednesday on Instagram and Facebook Live for Hump Day Hangover, where we'll talk about, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but we're going to talk about something for all 12 signs. So I'll see you there and enjoy your week. Peace.